Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Where do you want to go in the NBA to start things off? Let's talk about my guy, John Wall. John Wall owed $92 million over the next two years. Jesus. It was one of the most tremendous trades that... Tommy Shepard has ever been able to pull off. I mean, maybe going to go down as one of the best trades of our generation because it was such a fleecing. I thought at the time, like, maybe this was a bad trade for the Wizards, but instead it looks like the Wizards get six players in exchange for a Russell Westbrook rental. And now Houston looks like they're going to buy out John Wall for who knows because they're not going to want to pay a first-round pick in order to get rid of him. Right. So how does that change things from a betting perspective? Because that's what matters. Well, one, now they have the ability to actually get a point guard that can come in and do some things. They drafted a point guard out of Arizona State. I forget this kid's name. But he's going to get starts now. Uh, the total for the wins, 27 and a half. I like the over. On Houston? Yeah. Houston, 27 and a half. You might say Houston getting rid of John Wall and you take the over. Yes. Clean slate. Kevin Porter Jr., he's a bucket. He's a bucket. He's a bucket. I like Christian Wood. I love Christian Wood. I like, I mean, it's it's 82-game season, 27 and a half wins. We're, I like 28. You know, when we were in, um, when I was in Milwaukee a couple of years back, Trish, uh, Chris, well, you're 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 Trista. Yeah, Christian Wood. Christian Wood was dominating the G League. Like he was literally averaging like 30 points and 15 boards a game. And we were like, this is the year that uh, the Bucks lose to Toronto. They blow the 2-0 lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. And we were like, why is Christian Wood not getting any run on this team? And instead, that year they traded for Paul Gasol. Remember, they made a move for Paul yep. Gasol, and he never got any minutes. And he was just like a locker room guy. Nico Meritich was getting way too much run. Literally shot the Bucks out of the Eastern Conference Finals against Toronto. And we just kept asking, like, why is Christian Wood not getting any run? This guy's going to be a stud. Now he is a stud. And then, I mean, yeah, he played for Detroit after that. Yeah. And then he was a free agent. Right. Anybody could have had him. I mean, it's not like He's Houston, only 25 years old, too. It's not like Houston had to do that much to go out and get him. He wasn't that savory of a free agent target. Literally all 30 teams could have gotten him. Yeah, and, I mean— and I, I I think that this team is a young core. They they all can score. They're fun. No, they're not going to be contending for anything of note. But twenty seven games, twenty seven and a half games is like nothing in this league. Even in the West. Even in the West. Yeah, I mean, because well, well, they're going to play OKC, who's very obviously tanking on purpose. Right. You know, Alperin Shangoon. I like him as well. I don't think this is going to be the same type of Houston team as we saw. Last year. I just That's- can't believe John Wall is only 31. I know that sounds crazy, but, like, I remember, like, going to a game years back at the UC, and it was Derrick Rose against John Wall, and I was like, these are going to be the two best point guards in the league for the next decade plus. And then, obviously, Derrick Rose with the injuries, but he's kind of, like, reinvented himself, obviously, a completely different player where he's not jumping out of the gym anymore. John Wall just can't stay healthy, but he's only 31. He's due... $91.7 million over the next two seasons. So shout out to him for getting the bag. He also has a player option for 47.4 mil in uh, 2022-23. Where's John Wall going to go? I mean, that's a good question. I think probably if you're a, a better and if you could bet for this, it would be Oklahoma City. Like because God, that's gross. Yeah, that's what Sam Presti does. He takes you in. 
He revitalizes your value. He probably gets something as you come in, and he gets something as you go out because that's how smart traders deal. That's what he did with Kemba Walker. That's what he did with Al Horford. He's going to continue to do it over. That's what he did with Chris Paul, obviously, when they went to Phoenix. Uh, and it just they just accumulate draft picks. That's all they do. Take old guys in, make them look good, pair them with Shea Gilgis-Alexander, ship them on the way out to some team that's trying to contend like, I don't know, Philadelphia. I really like SGA, but still. Um, John Wall actually played decent last year. I mean, he only played in 40 games, but he averaged 20 points and 6.9 assists. Is What does he have left in the tank, though? Imagine Sean, uh, John Wall goes to OKC for until the trade deadline. And then right at the trade deadline, Philadelphia finally gets to get rid of Ben Simmons, and they bring in a point guard who can actually like ISO score in crunch time if he's healthy. And in the meantime, just like Al Horford did, OKC will say, hey, John, you just rehab yourself. You don't even have to play in any games. Just hang out. Get yourself healthy. We're going to trade you to a contender wherever you want to go at the deadline. That's what I think is probably going to happen. And when it happens, just tell me I'm right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Where do you think Ben Simmons ends up, by the way? I feel like Ben Simmons is going back to Philly, and it's going to be like a very awkward, at least first half of the oh, season. Oh, it's going to be does, tremendous. I feel like if he does get moved. Oh, I feel like well, if he was going to get. Well, he's not going to play. Well, no, I was going to. Do you believe that, though? Yeah, he's not going to play. He so you think said, he just won't show up? Yeah. Ben Simmons. I don't know if I'm believing that. I don't so, know if I'm buying it, though. John Krasinski yeah. says everything you talk to in the league believes that Simmons will eventually be traded, that the Sixers cannot afford to hold on to him, and that Simmons is being very real in his threats to not show up. So he has said time and time again, by the way, for folks who don't follow agents, like that is so key in the NBA. Right. Ben Simmons being represented by Rich Paul, who's like the OG gangster of the NBA. Like if he says me and Ben He's not going to be playing in Philly. And also, uh, Tyrese Maxey also needs to be a part of this trade. Mm -hmm. They just, I know Tyrese will show up, but Ben is not showing up for camp. That's just not going to happen. So if you had to place a bet, where do you think he'd end up? I, because I honestly, like when anybody, sorry, I keep doing that. When anybody asks me, I have no idea where Ben Simmons is going to play. It's just so hard because his value is so low, but. And really, Philly is the reason. I mean, he's the reason, of course. He's the primary reason. They didn't help him. But they they pushed him into the grave as he was already going inside of it. And so when that happens, and then you have so, someone like Daryl Morey who's like, yo, we want four first rounds for this guy that we were already bus tossing. It's like, I'm sorry, maybe you should have supported him a little more on the way out. So Ben is not going to show up. That is only going to bring his trade value down more and more and more. And really, it's just what team wants to deal and what team does Daryl want to deal with. Now, I've heard Timberwolves. That would work. They need defense like Who would they have to anything. give up, do you think, though? They probably would have to give up, um, man. I know, because that's what I'm going through. Because Probably I Beasley. Probably, uh, what's that kid's name? Akoji? I don't know if I like that for them. For well, I mean, they just need to get rid of them. Literally, this no, is I, a. No, I mean, I don't think I like, like that, that for the Timberwolves. I don't think I'd like that fit with Minnesota, and I really want Carl Anthony Towns in the playoffs. I love Cat. What they need very, very badly is somebody who can play defense on the perimeter. They don't have anyone. They can score. And like, that's the one thing that Ben Simmons Edwards does can provide. score. Carl Anthony Towns can score. What they need is some level of toughness. Now they've got Patrick Beverly there, so you've got Patrick Beverly and you've got Ben Simmons. 
being just the defensive anchors. I kind of like that. I've seen, I've heard whispers, hopefully not, that he goes to my Portland Trailblazers. That would be so gross. I what if really that does happen? That. You you are gonna get what if what if that happens? To I you, don't though? know. I mean, it would Do you be feel like, like that'd be karma. Worlds colliding. Uh, Although, I mean, Dame has to sign off on it, and whatever Dame says goes, and whatever Dame says, I follow. That's it. It's just like if Aaron Rodgers co-signed on someone, he'd be like, "Well, I don't believe in him, but if Aaron Rodgers believes in him, I believe in him." He did that with thirty-year-old uh, Randall Cobb, and he didn't listen. Even, he didn't even attempt to pass to Randall Cobb this just past one weekend. game, Jordan though. <laughs> just one game, though. Right? Yeah, it's it's still early. Uh, the other big news, I guess, in the NBA today, kind of Aaron Gordon getting an extension. That's so gross. I wish I could play. Like I do like the number on Denver, and I wish I knew when Jamal Murray was going to be back for sure. He might then I'd not be. be and that's what I mean. Back. Right. An ACL tear is real deal. He might be back April, May. Could be March at the very earliest, I would say, like, if you're very, very optimistic, all-star break, but I think that's way too optimistic. Yeah, I know. The and number's that's why I, 47 and a half. Yeah. Well, I'd play the over on the win total. I was talking about, like, if you're trying to find value. I, I played the exact oh, result of wait. the NBA Finals. I played, Are you talking about the champ? They're not winning the championship. No, I know that. I know that. I, it's just like when people ask you for a long shot, it's like, I mean, a lot of people, nobody, who thought the Bucks were really going to have a shot this year? Like, injuries. Well, that roster is. Injuries do happen, a, but. Totally different scenario than what the Bucks have. Bucks have Giannis Antetokounmpo, and they have two legit All Stars. Drew Holiday, and, yeah, and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, and then they picked up PJ Tucker at the trade deadline. Like that's a roster that you can get behind. The only reason that the Bucks weren't a team that you could really, really root for is because Budenholzer is trash, and he's well, continuing were, to be trash. Yeah, they were getting knocked out by Brooklyn. Brooklyn probably oh, was 100%. going to suit them. And I know that the Bucks didn't show up for the first two games, literally of any series, really. Uh, in the playoffs, but but I mean, they were a favorite to go to the NBA Finals preseason last year, right? They have been for the last few years. Yeah, I mean they should have two years ago. Like they legitimately, they were the better. They were. I mean, I say that like Toronto winning the finals, and again, I don't like to put like asterisks next to the championships, but I mean, let's say Kevin Durant's healthy in that series. Let's say that Clay doesn't get injured in that series. Let's say Steph is a hundred percent in that series. Warriors won't win another championship, whether it was the Bucks or the Raptors. But they should have beat the Raptors that year. They blew a two zero lead. And it was because Budenholzer, like, wouldn't make any adjustments. He just kept rolling Miritich out there. It was so bad. Now, he did make some adjustments this year. But still, um, you're going to hate what I did, by the way. I played the exact outcome of the NBA Finals, and I got 3-1 to odds. And I went with um, Chalk. Wow. I went Lakers-Nets. Wow. I know you hate the Lakers roster, and I know that they're old. But I just feel like LeBron's winning MVP this year, and they're going back to the Finals. Like, do you really believe that LeBron's never going to play in the finals ever again? I mean, I can't, again, see, I don't go into this, like, la-la land of, like, could I possibly believe that LeBron is done forever? Like, I just think, like, this Lakers roster this year is bound to break down. Like, they are a phenomenal, they're like my 2008 Land Rover LR2 with 140,000 miles on them. Like, great car, luxury. Who do you like in the West over them? Phoenix. Really, though? I feel like Phoenix, okay. I mean, I get it because, okay, so you got to remember that was DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker's first ever playoffs, not even just NBA They're finals. They're only going to get better. 
I do like the moves that they made. I just, I don't know if LeBron's actually, if everybody on that roster is able to stay healthy, but like See, you said, that's the a big key piece. And that's also the thing with the it's Nets. Like if though, my you know Land I mean? Rovers consistently like stays out of the shop, I'll be able to go on a road trip. It's very true. And that's like my problem <laughs> with, like... that's my problem with the Nets too, is like, is Kyrie going to be healthy? Is KD going to be oh. healthy? Is Harden going to be healthy? So, that's a big ass from those three dudes. This is a trade that I heard. Speaking of the Nets, I heard about a trade, which I forget who it was. I want to say it was Nick Wright who tried to break this. So you can't take it with a grain of salt. Right. But I've heard I've heard Ben Simmons for Kyrie straight up. No. I've heard that. Kyrie going on walkabout. Why would you do that if you're Brooklyn? Because Kyrie going on walkabout really pissed off Josiah. Like, and he's going to go on walkabout again. I mean, you would improve defensively, obviously. You'd have a perimeter defender. But you, like... Kevin Durant's one of the most underrated perimeter defenders probably in league history. We just like, I feel like, well, like, I mean, casuals, I feel like don't know about that or maybe forget about it because he's also a bucket because he's going to give you 40 every other night. Yeah, but who's who's guarding at like the power forward spot? Because Ben can also guard big men as well. I would not give up Kyrie for anything if I'm them, though. I, I, I mean, nobody knew that that was going to work out, and then it worked out because Harden's going to run the point. Kyrie's going to play off the ball, which I actually like Kyrie off the ball, especially like in the fourth quarter. It's the best spot for him. And in the fourth quarter, Kyrie's one of the best closers, one of the best finishers in the league. Like we saw that in the finals a couple years back. He's been on trash teams. He struggled to stay healthy. Um, Sometimes we question if he even wants to be there. I love Kyrie, though. I would not do that for Ben Simmons. Me personally, I I wouldn't either. Ben Simmons, though. I I mean, he's a great defender, don't get me wrong. And I know that we've seen the LA fitness footage of him in the offseason where he's like running and dunking on dudes and he's hitting threes. We do that every offseason, though, with Ben Simmons. Like, he's never going to improve offensively. August Simmons is the best Simmons. Like, we've seen, I feel like we've seen Ben Simmons' ceiling. That's, That's my thing.